It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It's April 27th. This is the list in your boy on Fightful Wrestling. If you're watching live, leave a thumbs up. If you're watching at any time, leave a thumbs up. How about that one? And uh, watching live gives you the benefits of sending super chats, humper chats. But you can send humper chats whenever you want before the show. Uh, we still have a lot of people discovering that. If you watch the show hours, days later, and still want your question or statement read on the air, you can go to humperchats.com. We would greatly appreciate that. That allows you to get your question, your statement, etc. read on the air. We've got Jimmy Van here. Jimmy, how you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm thinking I'm gonna I'm thinking I'm gonna start with a surprise right off the hop. Really? I think you your, your watch... surprise is that knowyournews.com is back, Jimmy. That one's that's, coming. That's your huge surprise. <laughs> that knowyournews.com is back. Congratulations, Sean. Sean, do you ever watch Billions or have you ever seen Billions? I've heard a lot about it, but I have not watched it, no. So what one of the things I like about that show, if anybody's seen it. The, the characters on that show, they're always thinking three, four, five steps ahead. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when they when they reveal what's happened, then they'll show that the one guy knew that like three steps ago kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of this surprise. And uh, so I knew that that doing this today, you were probably going to think it had to do with Know Your News or there's a chance you were going to think it had to do with Know Your News. Has nothing to do with Know Your News. Okay. And so I'm going to start with the big surprise right off the hop. So it was about a year ago that you received a gift (laughs) and when you received that gift i was inspired sean okay and i was motivated from you or who uh well i'm going to tell you in a minute you received a gift from someone i was inspired and motivated and i think you know this about me sean when i want to do something i do it yeah you know what i mean i get the the idea in my head to do something that's how fightful even came to be i get an idea in my head and i want to do it and when you got that gift i thought I think I want to go down this rabbit hole. And it took. Was, was that gift the Conrad offer? Was that. Yeah. Was that no. the gift? Because that no. changed a lot of things for it me. It took about 10 months. <laughs> what? So, so, so you received a gift from an individual. I believe his name was Gregory Nelson. Oh, I love Gregory Nelson. He's wonderful. I believe his name was Gregory Nelson. Yes. And Gregory Nelson gave you a gift. Do you recall what it was? Yeah, I've, I've got it right over here. I've not unpacked it yet. It is a customized srs figure they took a, a scotty two hottie head and he painted it and um he did an ftf shirt had a microphone it was it was so wonderful it was so incredible of him great guy is gregory and he did a great job but i thought to myself i wonder if i can do a little bit better oh no <laughs> i just got thinking and i was inspired by like guys like matt cardona and so Sean Rossap, the authentic SRS dildo. I would like to introduce Sean Rossap to what? the to the prototype. Why are my arms so long? Prototype <laughs> of the official Sean Rossap action figure. Look at this, Sean. Are the bags that deep under my eyes, Jimmy? Oh my God! What is this? Now, Who's all on the back there? Hayden has images. I told, I said, don't upload them until I uh, revealed it. There is a Look, shot of the front right there. The SRS ones? 
Yeah, yeah. Just got what? just got the shoes. Put on the back. Show them the back. There's the back. Do you see the the style that we ins was inspired by this? The Hasbro series, the WWF Hasbro series, is what inspired us in terms of the design on the card. There's little things that you're what not going to be. What the hell is going on? <laughs> now, Sean, I got to tell you a few stories about this, Sean. Got to tell you a few stories about this. Okay. So let me say first, this was done by Gonzo Customs. Okay. Uh, the guy's name is Mark Cochran. If you go on Facebook, you can find them. Gonzo Customs, Mark Cochran. He made me two prototypes. Mm -hmm. This is one, and I got the other one at home. Uh, this I'm going to be sending to you. Your wife, God love her, she's known about this the whole time. Oh. Because I was asking her, like, should I, if I send it, so Sean, okay. So Listen, I'm, gonna, I'm about to get drafted this week by the NFL with that wingspan, Jimmy. So, yeah. So, Sean and I, and I'm going to talk about Know Your News in a minute. Sean and I did a did a, a, a podcast, that I'm, a brand new thing I'm doing. I'll talk about it in a minute. One of the questions I asked you on the podcast, Sean Rossap, was, does anybody ever open your packages? Do you well, remember that? Yeah. That This is why I asked you that question on the podcast, because I wanted to know if I send it to him early, do I risk that, uh, even if I put it in your wife's name, do I risk that he might open it? Do I risk that he might see who it's from? That's why I chose to wait. Based <laughs> I always on get your, the mail. Based here on, all day. So. Well, well, I want to be sure. So Gonzo Customs, I have another story about this, Sean. Oh boy. So, and I, and I should, I should note this is resin. This is not plastic. It's resin. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's, it's glued together cause it's a prototype. Uh, and I'll talk later on about a potential retail run we might do with plastic yeah, movable sure articulated sure parts. Like crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I like to do stuff. This card, Sean Rossap, I have to tell you a story. <laughs> Did you have any inkling that I was doing this? No, no idea. So let me tell you a funny story. This this design on this card, this was not done by any graphic like graphic designer. This was done by a special graphic designer. You know who did this? Who? Lufisto. What? Yes. And I met few, Lufisto like That's what I'm ago. saying. So a few weeks ago, you met Lufisto. You posted it on Twitter. And you know she's a sweetheart of a girl, right? Oh, she's wonderful. And, and she's a also, legend. And yeah, and she's also a good Canadian girl. So when you met her at the show and you posted it on Twitter, nice to meet Lufisto. I know she would never do it intentionally, but uh -huh. I thought to myself, I wonder if she said accidentally to Sean, did you get the, the oh thing? Gosh. And oh, so what, there was what a wonderful person she was. So too. Lufisto like, designed this. Look how beautiful it I, is. I was technically in a match with Lufisto, Jimmy. Well, I and I I knew that, and I was I was concerned that she might have accidentally told you. <sighs> Look at that beauty. And then we like I said, we did the back, we emulated the Hasbros. Wow. Everybody that's a well, fight personality is on here. Now they're gonna expect figures. I'm just saying. Uh, probably not going to happen, <laughs> but, uh, isn't this beautiful? So I am going to send you this, uh, and I'm, I'm, ke I'm keeping the other one and I might do a limited retail run for fun. Yeah, I can't wait. This. Uh, they're going to yeah. sell so crazy. They're going to go people saying, put it on the website. I'll buy it. Uh, I am about to start, uh, putting up new merch on shop.fightful.com very soon, but, uh, go over to shop.fightful.com. We got plenty of stuff over there, but. Hey, Sean, Sean. So I wanted to emulate Hasbro's. The Hasbro's had the autograph. See that? Yeah. I took that from your contract. <laughs> <laughs> you take a lot from my contract these days, uh -huh, Jimmy. Uh -huh. <laughs> so there you go. It turned out 
really well. I'll tell you some stuff off the, off the air about the production of this, but it, it turned out good. But you have to remember again, it's resin. You cannot play with this. This is a resin prototype. Oh but yeah, uh, yeah, I was gonna bust it open and and beat up my Jake Roberts figure with it. Uh, George <laughs> says he needs a Denise figure with crotch shot action. Damn it. He that must have read this one, so I don't know if you saw. So you know how the Hasbros would have a move on the bottom? They'd say a move. Well, the move for this one is right in the penis. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Right Matt Wright Keel says, where can I buy it? I'll buy Maggie and Kate one. <laughs> Going to Dynamite <laughs> next week. First one in eight months. What a turn that super chat just took. Uh, he wants one. She said, where's mine? What the hell? Uh, Hannah says that figure is going to be in my nightmare. Sean does not need And this is, keep in mind, this is after she put, hope everyone has a good day, heart. There you uh, go. Our friend, friend Cher Delaware had a big interview today. Shout out to her. Uh, wonderful as always. We'll save this one for later, but uh, <laughs> man. I'm glad that was able to stay a surprise. And like I said, dude, now I'm going to tell you off the air some stuff. This took a long ass time. And uh, but it, it turned out really good. Lufisto, I'm going to I'm like going to work most... with I'm going to work with her again because she was excellent and she's that very is... she's very talented. It's like one of the most flattering things possible, even though I know yep. it was, you know, it was a job she was doing, obviously. No, but she but was still... really she was really enthusiastic about it. Oh, she's she's great. Yeah. Uh, Greg chimed in, says, Jimmy, that rules. Look at that. <laughs> There you go. And then I guess the other thing I'll mention, because you just kind of gave it away, I have brought back knowyournews.com. If you're a longtime viewer of this podcast, you might remember that we used to do stupid people back in the day. And I stopped doing stupid people because, you know, Sean suddenly became a legitimate wrestling journalist and Fightful became a legitimate uh, destination for uh, wrestling news. Or or just we we wanted to talk about wrestling more on this wrestling show. Well, for me, that wasn't really relevant because you got lots of other podcasts. (laughs) For me, not to was, talk, not to talk weekly wrestling news. I don't. Well, this is I the just, one. That's well. That's not why I, I stopped doing it. It's because I just felt it was no longer uh, it no longer fit. But I love the concept, so I decided to bring back stupid news, funny news, weird news on its own uh, platform. Knowyournews.com. That's the old domain that I used to own years ago. I reacquired it and turned it into Know Your News. Check it out. Uh, we need literally just a hundred YouTube subscribers so I can get an actual alias for the youtube because otherwise he's just a bunch of like characters and gibberish so yes. we need we need 100 subscribers to get a real uh a real alias over there so go to knowyournews.com well yeah yeah know your news on youtube i was about to say oh what's the url so i can type it in you don't have one don't yet. have one yet no um we have shared the podcast on this youtube channel as well guys so it's very easy to find under our community tab uh know your news uh Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, their TikTok pages too. for all of them, and uh, knowyournews.com. We need to get into TikTok, honestly. If, uh, yeah, if you all, if, if we have a good TikTok creator that's interested in doing something like that, and also that can get our goddamn handle that somebody registered pretending to be us, that'd be Oh, great. really? You never told me about that. I can help with that. Yeah, yeah, that, that would help. We Somebody registered Fightful, pretended they were us for a week and got bored. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay, we yeah. can look into that. Well, yeah, I, I'm doing a podcast now every Tuesday called Know Your News Tonight. I'm going to have different guests every week. Sean was the first one. Uh, next Tuesday, which I think is May 3rd, Denise Salcedo it's great. is scheduled to be it. my guest. It's the first time her and I have ever had a conversation, Sean. We'll be on uh, oh my gosh, on really? Know Your News Tonight. Yeah, so it's going to be That's interesting. wild. 
Yeah. Uh, we've got Josh saying, I would buy one. Sean is legit my idol. No joke. Heart, heart. Hey, hmm. listen, what your life is getting started in the right way. You're doing the right things. That's all I can say. Uh, we've got Van Twinblade saying the Glory Pro Show from Sunday was great. Dan Housen looked like he didn't miss a day in his first match back. Ethan Page flew in to fight Ethan Price because Bo- Brody King couldn't make it. Jake something and Suzuki killed it. Jimmy needs to check it out. I doubt Jimmy will check uh, it. Where is it available to, to watch? Fight? Um, he'll have to let me know. Okay, okay, okay. All right, well, let's, I guess, get into the, the, the big wrestling story since this is a pro wrestling uh, podcast. Technically, I guess that is a wrestling figure, mm-hmm. sort of. But uh, let's get into the big story. Uh, Mustafa Ali, he returned to Raw. You reported it, Sean Rossap. I got to ask you, and maybe I'm thinking too much into it, but I got to ask you for your opinion. So he beats Miz. Looks like they're setting up a program with Champa. He says, though, that he wants the U.S. title, so maybe they're going to do WrestleMania Backlash with him in theory. But here's what I got to ask you. So Ali has the disagreement with Vince, right? Yes. They send him home. He's very public that he wants uh, his release. Uh, they won't give it to him. He's got a lot of online support. Everybody's upset about his usage, especially since they're releasing other people. But they won't release him. They bring him back after whatever it was, months. And it looks like they are setting up to have Mustafa Ali put over Vince Man's pet project, Theory, Yes. And so I can't help but ask you, is this a troll job? Is this spite? Possibly. I can tell you that as of Sunday, he was scheduled to lose to The Miz, too. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when when I heard the plans, uh, from what I understand, uh, and we reported on FightfulSelect.com, so please go subscribe. I'm going to hammer that one home because we're getting near the end of the month. But from what I understand, Mustafa Ali wasn't told as creative until a meeting with Johnny Ace on Monday, but I had heard about it on Sunday and I heard that it happened exactly how it was laid out to me, except Miz was supposed to win as of one of those scripts. And I know that there were people in creative and production that said that would not be a good idea. That would not be a good idea to bring him back and have him lose. The reaction would not be what you all want it to be. It would backfire. So apparently uh, something changed in that regard. The fact that he got even a win is a positive to me because he had lost like 11 straight television matches on Raw and SmackDown before he had left. Like he was not winning at all. He's such a good talent. And a lot of people I talked to were so excited to have him back. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? If, if, if it's to build to a program with Austin or with Theory and have him lose. Well, that's fine. Theory is the U.S. champion. I don't think there's any any shame from a booking perspective in doing that. What I fear will happen is that he's going to lose next week and then lose again, and yep. then Theory will give him a title shot right after The Miz came out and said, people need to earn that title shot, and it'll render so much of that stuff pointless. If you guys remember, Drew McIntyre, the night after WrestleMania, came out and said, I want to give this uh, give title shots to people who earn it and deserve it. And then we had people who just showed up and got it or lost at WrestleMania and yeah. got it. They, I want there to be something consistent with this. Have Mustafa Ali win two or three matches and then set him up for, or, or I mean, he can just win next week for the love of God and then set him up for WrestleMania backlash. Yeah. There you yeah. go. It feels like, it, and again, like I said, I could be thinking too much into it. It feels like it's almost WWE saying, okay, he's got some some online fans. Let's give them a little bit of, you know, fake hope kind of thing. 
give him a win or two. Austin Theory is going to kick his ass. And then after that, he's just going to be losing to everybody kind of thing. Like, it kind of feels like that. But uh, I guess we'll also, see what happens. please just tell me that they traded Big E for Mustafa Ali or something like that. Like, make sense of the, that that trade and all that. Like, just, just right. make make it make sense. Uh, Mr. CJ Lilly says Alexa has been on Raw less than Ali. That's crazy. I mean, they had similar situations. They didn't like the creative that was put forth. And as a result, both of them were off TV. I can tell you that Alexa Bliss was um, not happy with her creative. And WWE had decided by the end of February that they were no longer going to, or not that they were no longer going to, uh, but that she wouldn't be factored into WrestleMania plans. And she was willing to work WrestleMania. I, I don't know how many nerds I had that said, well, obviously she's off because of her wedding. No, she was ready to work. Don't know how many nerds I had say, well, obviously Mustafa Ali is off for paternity leave. He asked for one show off. Right. One show off. Now, uh, good on him. He got paid to hang out with his his newborn for a little bit, but yeah, yeah. glad to see him back. We got Joel Woods saying, read your report about Ali on Select. Another fine piece of reporting. The question I have is, have things been smoothed over? Is he glad to be back or just riding out till 2024? So um, we, we also did confirm that his deal is up in mid-2024. WWE has not frozen it as of yet. I don't know if they'll retroactively freeze it, um, but there had been discussion of it, and I was told that they didn't plan on doing it as of now, as long as he's there. Uh, he wanted to work. It's just uh, there was something, and I don't know what that something was, that Vince McMahon pitched him that he that, that Vince knew he would never do, yeah. and uh, that, that quite upset him. From what I heard from people backstage, Ali would love for it to be smoothed over. I just don't know. I haven't heard that from him, so I don't want to speak for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to put words into his mouth. I can tell you what I've heard, and a lot of people were very, very happy to see him back. Uh, he is He's a beloved guy. Yeah, and, and how many times have we talked about just tell the guy's story? I mean, yeah. he was a cop. He was There's, a cop. He's a Muslim American. They got a fan base and, and, a, and, a, and a demo that watches the WWE product. This is the stuff that kills me about WWE. It goes back to Veer Mahan again. Tell the guy's story. It's way better than making him act like a, a, a savage in 2022. Veer Mahan's story was so good that Disney was like, we yeah. got to tell this shit. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. We got it's crazy, man. It's, it's not 1986. That shit worked in 1986. Dream Ninja said crazy to keep Bliss out of Mania. She did wonderfuls with the or wonders with the gimmick and sold the hell out of Lily Dolls. She's one of the most popular women they have. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy for companies like WWE and AEW to not have supplemental women's storylines as well, because when you do that, you naturally set somebody up to become the next contender. Whenever they win that feud, you've got somebody that has been featured on television regularly Mm -hmm. and can slide in and face a Charlotte Flair or a Bianca Belair or whoever the champion may be. Mm -hmm. And I really think they should do uh, better than that. Yeah. I mean, the last one I can think of is Naomi with Sonya. Yeah. And that was a good one. Yeah. And Naomi, we dropped an interview with Naomi this week, guys. Uh, Make sure you guys check it out. She said that she was excited about that because it was the only real story she's had that's lasted longer than a couple of weeks. Right. I mean, right. that's heartbreaking for a woman as talented as she is yep. and has been around as long. Uh, Van Twinblade says, Glory Pro, Pro Live on YouTube. Whole show is up there. Well, there you all go. On YouTube? Okay. Yeah. Philip says, it looks as if Christian will turn on Jungle Boy soon. Who do you think has a better heel run in 2022, Edge or Christian? Uh, Christian, but I think Jungle Boy should turn. Honestly. Okay. When he says who has a better heel run and in, in what respect in, I, I don't know, but I can tell you based on what edge has done of late, I'm going with Christian regardless. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I edges entrance is pretty damn cool. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing is I don't understand what he's doing. I don't understand the whole point. It, it, it comes off like WWE. They, they want to have a mystical figure and they don't have taker anymore and they don't have Bray Wyatt. So let's put edge in a throne and have the, the throne, kind of float to the ring but the entrance is super cool though and the, the entrance music and everything. is entrance is cool music is good but it, it's yeah. low-hanging fruit type stuff it's the you're you're a toothless hillbilly type of thing yeah and it's hard to really understand where it's coming from yeah it is and andrew the giant says they could get veer to be roman's opponent at a show in india with the fan base they have uh yeah i mean if they they prop him up correctly i think that they absolutely could and i think it would do well that was the business model in the 80s, Jimmy, even though, like, to put it in perspective, Veer wouldn't win that match. In the yep. 80s, Ric Flair would come to that person's hometown or that home territory and would work that person, and the person would look better as a result. Corey says, my pitch to help the women's division in AEW, Serena wins the Philly street fight, then does a decent rivalry with Rosa. I would really, really like that. I think that that would uh, be great in the ring. They got to have bangers. They got to have banger matches that people look forward to. That's, that's, and, and story. Just listen, there are so many stories that are tried and true on the men's side of things that if you do like a gender switch and women are doing those, it seems fresh. It seems new. Just give us something. Give us something. Okay, let's let's talk more about the women's stuff now. I was going to do it later, sure. but since since this is the topic people are talking about, so Becky Lynch was on uh, the Drew Garibo live show on one hundred two point five The Bone in Florida, yeah, and she was asked about the AEW women's division. Now, I should note 
pretty sure she did it in character. Uh, I, I can. Most of the interviews that she's doing uh, have been in character. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I want to note that to be fair. But when she was asked about the AEW women's division, this was a quote from her. She said, I don't think they are represented the way we are. They don't get as much time as we get. And frankly, they're not as good as we are. Uh, and, and that quote, and again, she did it, I think, in character, but it got a lot of attention. Sure. So I wanted to put this in context. So this week on Raw, there was one women's match, Bianca against Sonya. Now, granted, you could maybe say there were three matches, I guess, but essentially two competitors in a match. Then they had Tamina and Dana Brooke. They did the mixed tag, but they, they're always, you know, booked to look like idiots, but they did the mixed tag. Uh, Becky did the promo with Asuka. That was it for three hours of Raw. SmackDown last week, they did Charlotte Ronde at the contract signing. They did uh, Sasha Naomi did a segment with Natty and uh, Shayna Baszler, and they did another uh, Lacey Evans promo. But there were no actual women's matches on SmackDown last week. <clears throat> then when you look at Dynamite last week, they had the one, Britt Baker and Danielle Camella in the, uh, in the Owen Hart uh, Cup qualifier. When you look at just the last week as a small sample, it looks like Raw does feature more women then then or wwe features more women on television than aew does but neither one are doing a shit ton of in-ring action like, yeah. like to me it's kind of equal on both shows when it comes to in-ring in action what are your thoughts on uh on the whole thing because a few years ago remember when they had the four horsewomen of wrestling and we were seeing all these really hot matches it does feel like it's scaled back when you de-emphasize the number of stories that are featured with women you de-emphasize the number of people that care. You want stories to make people care about these women. And when you get matches that don't have much of a reaction, that's because they're not emotionally invested in what's in front of them. And when they're not emotionally invested, well, promoters and people are going to look and they're going to say, ah, well, that's not for me. That's not for me. You need the story. And then when you have the story, it leads to a white-hot match. When you lead to a white-hot match, you lead to people displaying their interest and showing their interest and saying, oh, I, I want to watch that. I want to see who's next. I want to see what's next for this person. they got to just start from the bottom, work their way up. To, and, and then when you, you do that story and it ends in like a two-and-a-half-minute match, I, I just know Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan are going to get two minutes. I just know they are. Mm -hmm. And anytime I see like something on AEW, I know if I see that one women's match promoted, well, that's the only women's match we're getting that night. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like there's no reason for that to be the only option. And people will say, oh, well, men get two minute matches and, and all that. Well, yeah, they do, but they also get 15 minute matches on the show. There, there's a, a bigger sample size to pick from. We got Andrew saying WWE builds women's stories quite well. But then the main match is too short, aside from Bianca, Becky, Charlotte. Sometimes they do. Mm -hmm. Look back at Sasha and Bianca last year. That was a horribly booked program. That was a terrible build. And then they ran a fantastic video. And then what they did was they had an all-time classic WrestleMania match. And a lot of people forgot how bad the story was put together. Um, there are a lot of slam dunks that WWE has that they don't utilize. And meanwhile, AEW a lot of time doesn't even get on the, the ball court to just mm -hmm. to, to dunk the ball. Like they're just sitting there and they're like cheering from the sidelines. Like, yeah, oh, here we go. And they've got a wealth of talent. And if they don't feel like they have a wealth of talent, go get some. Yeah. 
Yeah. Tegan Knox is sitting out there right now. Ember Moon is sitting out there right now. You got Mia Yim. I could like there is we we run a free agents page on on Fightful. There's a ton of stuff. There's a ton of talent that is is available right now. And Veda Scott is a great talker. If you feel like one of those women can't talk, Veda Scott can talk. She's really mm-hmm. good at it. Um, just Mickey James, I don't think she's locked down anywhere. If she's not, bring her in for an appearance or two. Uh, I don't get it. I mean, they talk about the pillars in AEW. Jade Cargill, for me, I put her over a lot because I just see Megastar in Jade Cargill. So she, for me, would be a would be a pillar. Let me ask you about a couple uh, of other. Hey, she she loves Lexington, Kentucky now too. Did you see that? No. Her, uh, I, I don't know if they're married or not, but uh, she's with Brandon Phillips, former yeah. Cincinnati Red, and he owns the Lexington Legends Independent uh, Pro Baseball Team. Oh, okay, I think here. you mentioned it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's talk about a couple of other girls because this one just came out. Uh, the Inspiration, mm-hmm. aka the Iconics, they announced that they are taking an, an indefinite leave from in ring action. Uh, you have any insight on that? This just came out today, which is uh, April 27th. Well, I reached out to their manager and they said, uh, or he said that he didn't want to offer anything besides what their statement said, because he wanted to leave it there out of, out of respect to them. And of course they, they've been wonderful to me, by the way, like they were so accommodating at WrestleCade, but, um, they, they said, or, or Scott DeMore said the inspiration had been a great part of impact knockouts roster and wonderful to work with. Cassie and Jesse are truly talented performers. Everyone at Impact wishes them success. And they said that they wanted to thank Scott Demore. They had an amazing experience working with the staff and roster. They'll cherish those memories forever. Well, first off, Impact better get some tag teams quick because it's just been them and the influence since late last year. Uh, they really need to invest a little bit more in that. I would bring in some uh, fresh names there. I would bring in some 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 of the people that are available, but they need something for that impact knockouts tag team division now without the inspiration. But I mean, this is the benefit of a lot of the third party aspects. Those two are killing it with their like brand army stuff and with modeling and all of the, the things that they can do to where they, they have the option of mm. it. Uh, this person says they want more Rachel Ellering on impact, but you are going to be waiting a while. She finished up with impact in January Andrew says, was their deal up? I know they had originally signed like a some sort of short-term thing, but I don't know. I, I asked if it froze the deal, if they were still under deals, and uh, they the managers didn't want to really expand on that. We got people talking about the C-Stars and all that. Ashley Vox hasn't wrestled since December, so that's not necessarily one that you can just throw out there. But Myron says Impact's been doing a better job than WWE or AEW, and the women's roster isn't stacked how it was in 2019. Well, it definitely just took a hit. Um, they are, I think that they should probably uh, add a little bit now. I'd be reaching out to Trisha Dora. I'd be reaching out to a lot of people like that. But they've got secondary and third stories, Jimmy. They've got their world title program. Not only that, they got ROH and AAA title programs. Then they've got their uh, women's tag title programs as well. So they got a lot going on. Tasha Steeles has emerged. You've got Lady Frost who's doing great and she's sidelined a little bit. Hope to see her back soon. Chelsea Green even stepped away and became a part of Cardona and Myers Act and has Mm -hmm. been doing great. Then Jordan Grace, if they're like, 
oh, well, you know what? She's out of the title picture. What should we do? Oh, we'll team her up with W. Morrissey, the former mm-hmm. big cast, because that's a cool optic to have. Impact gets really creative and does not get stagnant with how they feature women. And I wish that's something we would see more with WWE and AEW. I mean, that, that's that been Impact's MO for a while. I mean, Tessa Blanchard was the world champion. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been their thing for a while. And, and going back to the Iconics or, or the inspiration, I always thought Cassie, and I mean no disrespect to Jesse, but I always thought Cassie looked like a single superstar. Mm-hmm. Like I always felt it. And and do you remember in WWE, it looked like they're going to go in that direction. They split them up and it looked like yeah. they're going to go in that direction. And I think they had her on TV like once or twice. And then the next thing you know, she was teaming up with whoever the hell it was, Liv Morgan or somebody. Like I, I, I really feel like uh, they, they dropped the ball on her because she could have been a big star. Uh, what about Asuka? So Asuka was gone for how long? Nine months. About nine months, yeah. Comes back on Raw. Makes sense that she's with Becky because when Becky went on mat leave, she gave Asuka the title. That kind of makes sense. All the sense in the world. If I were to bring back Asuka in one spot, it'd be right there. I just hope that they are trusted to tell the story because I trust Becky Lynch to tell the story. Yeah. However, I had trusted that with Bianca initially, with the Bianca and uh, Becky story, and they didn't do that uh, to the, the ability that I thought that they could have, but I'm very excited Asuka's back. The woman that Becky handed, didn't hand the title to Jimmy, handed the division to. Right, she sure. said, this is yours now. Literally opened a briefcase and said, here you go. And then <laughs> when Becky came back, Asuka was nowhere to be found. She was sidelined. Yeah. So this is something that it, it hasn't built for two years, but it has simmered for two years. And there's there's story there. Yeah, I mean, d- depending on how far back they want to go, Asuka tapped her up before the Rumble, remember? Yep. Like there's, they, and that was when, when Becky was really hitting her peak. So there's a lot they can tell. I guess I, my question for you is, do you think, because Bianca's already now, you know, wrestled Becky a couple times, do you think that they're going to put Asuka over and springboard her to a program with Bianca? I think that would be good. I think that sort of the downward spiral of big-time Becks is a good story to tell. I think there's there's two ways to tell it. The downward spiral of big time Bex and the reemergence of Asuka. And hey, you know what? If you're not going to have Asuka in a world title holding position, well then have her beat a big name in Becky and then lose to Bianca. That's okay right. to do. Sure. Uh, that's something that I, I constantly applaud AEW for doing. They didn't sit on their hands with Brian Danielson. They're like, okay, he's not going to be world champion anytime soon, so he's going to lose to our world champion. That's right. fine. Great wrestlers right. lose to other great wrestlers all the time. Uh, I think that that would be the best course of action. All right, now I want to go back to theory for a minute. So, well, there... let's let's address. We got a ton of super chats. Okay, about the sure, sure, division. sure. Uh, Chris says he hopes Becky's comments light a fire underneath Tony, and we get multiple <laughs> women's storylines. Me too. Sometimes you need that that friendly little bit of a poke to encourage that. Nicholas, thank you for the the donation. If you uh, have a question, let me know, and I'll uh, I'll ask it on the air. But uh, we've got we've got Joel Wood saying, I think NXT deserves some credit for at least the amount of women they've been featuring. Yeah, they deserve credit for the amount, but the the execution. I I just that show, it ain't for me. I refrain from talking about it too much because that program is. I am just not the demographic for that program. How do you how, how do you feel about Ariana Grace? like the name yeah it's fine whatever so i i will i so i i will say this i will say this 
Ariana is a, a, I think a good fit for her. Obviously they're not going to call her Bianca. Yeah. So Ariana, I got to change that. Yeah. yeah. Ariana, I think kind of fits her. When I see Ariana grace written out, it looks too much like Ariana Grande. Well, yeah, so, I think that's the implication. Yeah, but I don't and, like it. Like you, you, you've got, I don't understand why they don't utilize the, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The SEO? lineage. Oh, the lineage. The yeah. Li <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, no, for real. Like if you type in Ar Ariana, anything, a lot of times Ariana Grande is going to come up with yeah, type in no, theory. Other shit's coming up. Yeah. 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 But the lineage, like you don't have to, you don't have to have her out there wearing a snake glove on her hand and all this bullshit, but you could at least let it know who her dad is. Ariana Morella would have worked just fine. Yes, exactly. It would have worked fine. It would have worked just fine. I a hundred percent agree. I don't understand the, I just don't understand it to, to me. We talk about the low hanging fruit shit that they just dropped the ball on. And I'll go back to Veer Mahan a thousand times, but they dropped the ball on the stuff. That's so easy. My and, daughter, who's going to be eight in November, could probably figure this shit out. And it's it'd be a WWE trademark name because right. Morella uh, Corelli's her last name, not Morella. Yes, yes. Myron says Becky hasn't beat Oscar. That's another story. Exactly. Give me that. Would I bring in Brandy to pair her with Cody if he's a heel? Because I think she's really good at getting heel heat. I agree. Like I agree. A, a exceptionally good. Uh, we have a few more super chats. Uh, Nicholas says, hear me out, match on Forbidden Door. Hook versus Minoru Suzuki. I love that, that idea. I think that's great. And it'd be a match that Hook could win, too. Any potential matches you guys would like to see for that show? I would love to see, like, G.O.D. against, um, like, a, a tag team in the Elite. Like, I'd like to see G.O.D. versus Undisputed Era or Young Bucks to play off of Bullet Club stuff. I think that would be very, very cool. I would, I would like that. Is Bray going to wrestle for WWE or AEW in 2022? Never say never. Um, I, I think there's still a possibility he goes back to WWE. I've not heard anything to indicate that, but it wouldn't shock me one bit if WWE said, oh, yeah, come on back. Let's He's a lot more public now. Yeah, and, let's, and let's work this out. He's posted stuff on social media like he was sour, but he's over it. Mm -hmm. So... Jojo surprise. says Impact's the only one that books their women's women well. Stardom does, but I mean, I see why that's not in the public eye of a lot of people in the states. I don't get to watch it nearly as much as I used to. But uh, Sir Brindo says it's Wednesday. You know what that means? SRS is going to get it on the air call every week, or at least once a month. It happens. I get like the call during a Wednesday show. I know, because then you're like Jimmy. You got to go alone, and I'm like, I wish you could put an overlay up for me. So Jimmy, plug something. Jimmy, uh, yeah, you gotta talk. How? Yeah, for once, Jimmy, you have to talk. Yeah, for once. about yourself or yeah. something like that. Something I never like to do. What yeah. was uh, what was Brandy's name when she was the ring announcer? Uh, Eden Styles. Eden Styles. So there's your story. So she comes back with Cody. They lose to the babyface, and the stipulation is she's got to be the babyface's personal ring announcer. Done. Yeah, just wrote the story. There you go. I mean, that's. That's what I did for GCW. I was like, how can I get more heat on Denise? And I was like, it'd be really pretentious if everybody got announced by ML, but I got announced by Denise and then I healed her. Like it's, it's the, the personal ring announcer is such an easy one. It's how did so, you, how did you heal on Denise? I think I missed that part. I snatched the mic from her and pushed that's her all? Okay. Yeah, okay. That's all. Okay. Yeah. That's all you gotta, it's five feet tall. What more do I gotta <laughs> do, Jimmy? Okay. I snatched the mic out of the person who just did a great ring introduction for me. Okay. Okay. You know, what my favorite part was about that. Uh, me, my favorite part is when people were handing you $5 bills and I you stopped, it. you stopped mid sentence and you go, give me that. Yeah. Give me that. 
I still that have was, one. That was my favorite part. So the person that I gave one of them to gave one back to me. One's missing. I just want to say that one was missing, uh-huh. but he gave it back to me, and I'm I'm gonna keep that because that was that was a fun moment for me. I like that for sure, for sure. Okay, I want to talk about theory. So the wow. first thing is there have been reports that Vince McMahon looks at him as a young John Cena and plans to push him, and obviously we're seeing it. I mean, Vince is with him on television. He won the U.S. title. Have you heard anything on that about uh, because it seems pretty obvious when you see him on TV, WrestleMania, everything. But have you heard anything uh, to kind of solidify that? No, not at all. Not like a young Cena or anything like that. Um, Yeah. I mean, the template is there. The slow start, the U.S. title being featured with Vince on TV. uh, That that always helps. But I've not heard specifically that Vince sees him as a young Cena or anything like that. I mean, maybe. But Vince, I, I don't think I've heard Vince. Oh, I haven't heard of Vince proclaiming that out loud. Okay, now Cena himself posted something on Twitter addressed to Theory. And I want your thoughts on this quote from John Cena. He said, everyone understands that you, meaning Theory, have far more talent, strength, and gifts than I ever had. What are your thoughts on that? Physically, no. John Cena was bigger, more imposing looking, looked more like a star. Uh, from a comedic aspect, I do feel like Austin Theory has picked up some of that. Like the the stuff with the Miz was really good, where he thought Miz actually wanted to fight Mustafa Ali, and he's like, "Oh, it's okay. I texted Mr. McMahon." Like that was really good. He did great in the way, uh, but he's also got a lot more experience than John Cena did a couple years into his WWE run. He's been. He's been working for about six years now, I think. And um, I think John Cena, six years into wrestling, was main eventing WrestleMania, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like, yeah. John Cena debuted, like, early 2000, late 99. Six years later, he was working Triple H in the main event, less than six years later, working Triple H in the main event of WrestleMania. So, I don't Similarities, Sure. But but we've also seen people that he has picked out by hand get released afterwards, like Drew yeah. McIntyre. Oh, there's been a bunch, yeah. I mean, I I you know obviously I hope I'm wrong because I I want you know the kid to do well. I don't see the it factor in him. Like like to sure. me, I don't see him anywhere close to John Cena. Not even in the same atmosphere. But he's only 24. And, and I will say one other thing. Did you see the Royal Rumble documentary on uh, on Peacock? I don't know if I did. I, I think it was a 24 episode, I believe, no, I about, about the Royal Rumble. So Austin Theory was one of the guys that they spoke to kind of out of character for that documentary. He was a much more, and I understand he's playing a heel on TV and the selfies and all that. I get it. But he was so much more likable and so much more easy to digest in a real setting than when he's on TV doing the selfie bullshit. Like I personally, yeah. I don't see it factor in the selfie guy on raw. I just don't. I've got an interview with him and he was, he was very like easy to talk to. I've got yeah, like the real guy. Yeah. 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 And, um, he was, he had a little bit of downtime and I was like, Hey, they didn't bring you over to me, but do you want to do an interview? And he was like, hell yeah, I want to do an interview. Let's do this. Cool. Like it was very, very easy to talk to. Obviously there are some accusations out there that, kind of make me wonder like i mean that that got him off tv two years ago so i don't know exactly how that will pan out and and affect his 
long-term ability near the near the top because honestly i'm not that learned about them anyway but uh there there are definitely many things at play there but oh man there's yeah guys turn off the caps lock in our chat by the way yellow dragon driving our moderator maggie crazy i stop acting like heathens how about that one stop act, act like you've been there before how about that all right, put up the uh, the magazine overlay. We'll promote the magazine. Fightful Magazine, the Q2 2022 edition. It's got, that's the wrong one. There we go. It's got Hook on the cover. <laughs> there you go, Jimmy. I mean, you, can put, you can put the Know Your News one back on in a minute, too. <laughs> but it's it's got Hook on the cover. Uh, uh, Zicky Dice did the Wrestler's Tribune in this one. Great story about uh, good guy Brock Lesnar. Uh, story about Roman Reigns is either real wrestle, uh, Mr. WrestleMania Story about GCW in this one. Story about Cody Rhodes and the legacy left behind in uh, in AEW. Lots of good stuff. You can get the print version and the digital version, both on FightfulMag.com. Or you can get the replica Fightful Championship belt at Fightful.com slash belt. If you want to get... Do you have, do you have yours kicking around, Sean? Can you show it on the screen? What? My belt? It's, belt. Yeah, hold on one second. Okay. It's a beautiful replica. And if you want to get that, like I said, Fightful.com slash belt is where you can get that. FightfulMag.com is where you can get the printed digital version of the magazine. There it is. Look at that beauty. Look at that beauty. Look at that. Joel Pearl doesn't have one of these because he's a fucking loser. So that one that Sean's holding is a replica of this. When do I get the real one? <laughs> uh Sell a few more uh, NordVPN sponsorships, and then maybe we'll talk about it. Oh, we're, we're talking about something with the sponsorship I got us. You know what I can do? I have a beautiful idea. So What's what that? I'm going to do is I'm going to take your cut of those sponsorships, and I'm just going to go ahead and buy you a belt with that cut. Yeah, well, let me tell you. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, it'd be a few belts. So it'd be a do. few belts. And I Well, no, because I got to include my margin. <laughs> uh, my wife sent me a message that said, Finally, I don't have to keep that a secret anymore. Hope you like the figure. Good for her. She's a sweetheart that she she's known for a long time Man. because I was. So the first thing I did, I'll tell you, I hit her up because I needed high res photos of you. There aren't were, many. I don't know. Take a lot of high res photos. So we so we checked all of our social media channels. We couldn't find anything that printed high res. Yeah. So then I thought, OK, I'm going to hit up your wife because she must have something. She sent a couple. We tried to, to do them. what we ended up doing. If I show you this again, that's actually a drawing. I don't know yeah. if you can tell. Yeah, so you all made the bags under my eyes. Huge. <laughs> Why? Oh, uh, well, that you have to talk to whoever got this uh, approved. Probably Melissa or Lindsay took care of the designer. I think yeah, I'm sure. But we ended up having to do that because it's the only way that you could print it and not have it pixelate. So I hit up your wife because I needed to get photos. And then, well, now she knew. So then I was asking her, okay, if I ship it early, any chance he opens it, if I put your name on it, any chance. And then I decided not to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the funny thing is I got a ton of high-res pictures taken a few weeks ago in Dallas. I saw, the, I, <laughs> I saw, but obviously too late now, but I saw. Who pay, did the, uh, pay Earl Gardner the 20 bucks a pop for the high-res Who high -res did... Stuff? that what that one right there oh that was uh torin thomas who is an incredible artist like that was just he just drew that it was so we needed something for that spot so in case you're watching this we're not making money on this so i don't want you yeah. coming after us for royalties or nothing it was just for fun but i needed something for that spot and that's the only thing we could find that kind of fit it 
would you yeah. say that from social media? Well, Torin hasn't been active on social media lately, but I do want to plug him. Torin, T-O-R-R-E-N-278. What an incredible illustrator and artist he is. Um, I, I assume he's still taking commissions. Incredible. He just did that as a gift to me. That's like one of my favorite things. Like occasionally I'll get tagged on Instagram without ever having said like anything to, to these people and like will like have art done. There, here's another one he did that was hilarious. Let me let me pull this up right there. <laughs> I think I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, just incredible. I love he that. He drew that the whole thing. The whole thing. That is very talented. Yep. Very talented. Yep. It's amazing the talent. Like Lufisto. Yeah. She did such an amazing job with the card. Like it's amazing the talent that people have. If and sometimes you're not even aware that they have that ability. Michael Branson says, on the topic of the Forbidden Door, I'm surprised no one has mentioned House of Black versus United Empire, Cobb versus King, Black, Matthews, Osprey, all in one. Oh, people have mentioned it. Our, our AEW post show, it gets a lot of mentions. It gets a lot of talk and all that. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely been mentioned, kind of like I've mentioned to you guys. Leave a thumbs up. It really helps us. I can't even begin to tell you how much it helps us. couple of quick plugs. I did an interview with Naomi. It dropped this week. I got an interview with Matt Hardy that I actually conducted a few days before Jeff came back. But I thought all those interviews were going to be lost forever, Jimmy. I was able to find the footage, find the audio. That's going to be up. I, I I hinted at him. I was like, I know. I know he's coming. And he would try to dance around it, which is funny. We talk about how wrestling has changed over 30 years, whether it be him talking to a person like me in the media or uh, just the in-ring stuff. And then on Friday, I've got Alicia Atute. I broke the news on FightfulSelect.com this week that she had re-signed with MLW. That's another big piece. She is uh, one of the top manager in the company now. So uh, that's a big piece for them to retain. Ah, I'm just I'm just so happy, Jimmy. I got is she my still in Canada? Is she still in I think Canada? so. I is think she? so. She's okay. like the first person I ever saw in like three time zones. Because oh, yeah. when I started to travel, she was everywhere that I was. Hustling like I was, trying to get interviews from everybody. And right. you know what, Jimmy? No matter where you are, you can watch all your favorite shows with Nord. What? What is this? <laughs> know your news. No. Your news with NordVPN. And weird and totally real. With NordVPN.com slash Fightful. So if I'm in Vegas, which I will not be next month, I could watch SmackDown, Rampage, anything like that by changing my virtual location with NordVPN. And not just that. They've got that threat protection, block online trackers, annoying pop-up ads, and malware with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I told you you can change your virtual location with just one click. A lot of times when you're traveling, you try to access whatever service it is that you're using. They'll say, oh, you can't watch it in this region. Not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And you can get an additional month free. Why do you have a Leo Rush head cut out? Uh, this was on one of the cardboard cutouts probably three, four years ago with Charlotte. And uh, I got a bunch. I got Stephanie here somewhere. Okay, got, okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, either way, 70% off, even more in America, 70% off your NordVPN plan and an additional month free. But how about this? A 30-day money-back guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, you get your money back. Uh, next weekend, ha there's a big UFC pay-per-view that's taking place. You can uh, subscribe to services overseas that are much cheaper than what you would pay here in the States, and it effectively pays for your NordVPN subscription for you. It is a must 
for combat sports fans, and it's available on all your products, laptop, desktop, PC, uh, router, phone, TV, all that good stuff. NordVPN.com slash Fightful has been our top sponsor for months. I would like to keep it that way, so hit them up. Tweet them at NordVPN and say, you know what? Sean Ross App and Fightful told me about you. Even if you don't use a VPN yet, let them know that you heard about them from us. I'm trying to get that renewal. I love those people. What, what, why are you showing that, Jimmy? So the drawing of Melissa. So, so let me, let me, I'm, I'm putting over Lufisto a lot today. So Lufisto drew all these individual pictures and it's something mm. she's really good at, right? She did yeah. all those. The only one she didn't do was Melissa's because Melissa drew her own. Oh, that's cool. So Melissa. Is that why it sucks? <laughs> and she's probably watching. Good. She drew, she drew her own, but uh, Lufisto did all the rest of them and she did an amazing job on all that. Yeah. We have a fake Bruce Pritchard saying, wasn't a fan of bringing Mustafa back. By the way, Sean, I love you. Thank you. Punk Rock Show said, Jeff Hawkins, Jimmy Van's doppelganger. <laughs> Jimmy, is Jeff your long lost son? Uh, they're about the same age. What are you talking about? <laughs> they're close to the same age. Uh, I can't even think of a joke to go with that because it would I just know. sound perverted or sick. So. Uh, Christian says, hi guys, huge fan. Just want to get your opinion on the rumor that Rhea and the superstar formerly, uh, known as Tommaso Ciampa joining edges faction. That was a pitch. I don't know if they are going to, but we reported that on fightful select. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to happen. I know that Ciampa hadn't been told of it as of WrestleMania weekend, but I mean, then again, Mustafa Ali hadn't been told his creative before we had learned of it as well. Rhea would fit uh, like I, a glove. I think they I think they would both fit and you use it to launch everybody. Get them all titles. Graham says, does SRS figure have working dong action? Um, so is let me there see. is there a big old hog on it, Jimmy? Uh well, it had to be true to life, so no. But uh, uh okay. so it says uh, real wrestling action, and then it says with right in the penis. Yeah. And then you know where you have to have like the height and weight, so the height says tall. Okay. So I knew you'd like that. I wrote all this, by the way. Okay. The, the weight, super heavyweight. Oh, okay. And, uh, and there's Is that a fat in- joke. You fat shaming me? Uh, no, I, I kind of was thinking about Crash Holly for some reason. I uh, weigh 185, so, Jimmy. Well, you know. And then uh, there's stuff in here about like always delivering the scoops, uh, you know, all that bullshit. And then all that uh, bullshit. Origin, yeah. great state way, of Kentucky. Way to put it over, Jimmy. So, you know. Oh, and there's also, uh, I had to make sure, all names and character likenesses are not owned by Fightful because this is for fun. So that's why if anybody's looking for royalties, it's not happening. We're not going to make money on this. Wow. I I mean, even if we tried, we weren't going to make money on it, Jimmy. If I told you what they cost to make, I'd probably sell for cost. Well. Probably. Well. uh, What else we got? I know uh, Dax and Cash. Yes, let's talk about that. So one of my favorite wrestlemania moments ever and you know i'm an older guy of course so for me 1989 royal rumble if you've never seen it on uh peacock go back and watch the 1989 royal rumble match entrant number one in that match was axe from demolition entrant number two in that match was smash from demolition i love it 
and that shit never happened in WWE, especially back then. So for whatever it was, two minutes before uh, Andre came out, number three, you got Axe and Smash one-on-one. You never saw it. And this week on Dynamite, we're going to get Dax Harwood against Cash Wheeler. FTR versus FTR as part of the Owen Hart uh, Cup qualifier. It's very unique. It's just not something that you get to see every day. And so uh, I find I find it interesting. And again, for me, I think back to the 89 Rumble when I think of those guys going one-on-one. I love it because they are white hot right now. It's a match I'm sure they've, they've always wanted to have. I'm sure. And from a story perspective, it makes sense. What do we know about Dax and Cash? Well, we know that they love Brett, the Hitman, Hart, and probably by proxy, the Hart family. Yeah. Well, if Tony Khan walked up to those two and said, hey, guys, we got you all one-on-one in the Owen, they'd probably be like, of course. Why wouldn't we, for Owen, right. do that? Why wouldn't they? Chris says the road they did for Dax versus Cash is amazing. I'm going to watch it after we get off the air, actually. CM Punk's going to be on commentary. I can't wait. I just love it. AEW's really good at building these stories in like a week, Jimmy, and getting you really pumped to watch the match that's happening the next week. Is there any truth to the rumor that WWE signed Bret Hart to some new contract to keep him away from AEW? I asked um, I asked somebody in the company, and they said, I've only heard the rumors. Uh, I reached out to members of his family that said that, that was the first they had heard of it. And they also said, well, it would make sense uh, because otherwise, why wouldn't he be doing AEW? And I said to them, but if he was signed, how would he be allowed to manage them on an indie show? You know what I mean? It's like, probably the kind of, it's probably like a legend's deal. But I thing. mean, even then they would say, hey, don't fucking manage FTR on the indies. You think they would be that petty? Yes. On an indie show? Yes, they leak fast nationals to to some uh, joke every week. All I got so let me just say this. If Red if Red Hart is not signed to WWE, and I understand that there's limitations with him now, and if AEW sure. were to bring him in, there's only so much you can do with him. But if he's not signed, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see Dax and Cash. So they have their match. And they try to have like, you know, a, a gentleman's kind of match. It turns into a bit of a slugfest kind of thing. Yeah. And then they're, they're brawling a bit. Bret Hart comes out to split them up. That's what I want to see Sean Ross at. Just like Davey and, and uh, <laughs> Owen, when they created the Hart Foundation, I would love it. And I guarantee you that the live crowd would totally get it. It'd be great. But, be uh, great. but I'm curious if, that's, if, that's, uh, if Bret Hart is uh, getting a new deal with WWE. And it, it would make perfect sense for them to do it just, just for that reason. Riley said, what a month FTR has had. First with the Briscoes and the Bucks, then tonight. Hopefully they have another banger tonight. Also, to clarify the situation about their contract, but yes, they, they've had a, a great month. I was outright told by a WWE higher up in January, oh, they, have you seen where FTR are mentioning their deals are up? And I'm like, I certainly have. Uh, and they said, we, that's definitely a couple people we'd be interested in bringing back. Sat on it for a while, had it reiterated in April uh, that that was the case. However, that was more of a thing on FTR and their management's part because FTR were under the impression their deals were up. I even double-checked with them. But AEW got back to me and said, no, 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 no. It's got 15 months on it. They did not want that, like, that misconception out there. So right. I apologize for the error, but it was quickly... Quickly clarified, FTR did think their deals were up this July and that there was an option year. Obviously, Tony Khan was going to roll that over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But when I saw a report that said, oh, WWE had no real interest. Uh, bullshit. Yes, they did. Not only that, 
They had interest before they left Jimmy to the point to where they were offering them 850 grand each to stay. And at that time, that was a lot of money. Why would they not be interested when they're even hotter now than they were when they left? Unreal. I, I mean, yeah, I, it, it just got the, the, the biggest thing Cash Wheeler did before they left was train edge. Yeah. Also, they by did the nothing way, with them. No truth to the fact that they sent feelers out via Edge, and that came from someone who knows Edge uh, to me, uh, that that was not accurate. They, but, I mean, I don't know if there's been any, like, sort of back and forth. Wrestling Perspective podcast with Dennis Farrell and Lars Fredrickson had a really good interview with FTR where they they said a lot of things. They, they, you know, they were like, does WWE want us or do they want AEW to not have us? And Jimmy, um, I feel comfortable sharing this now. A few years ago, I, I had mentioned to you that there was a feeler from that end of things that reached out about a, a variety of positions. And I reached out to a wrestler in the company and I was like, what do, like, I, I wouldn't want to do this. And they said, they don't want you for what you can do. They want it. They want you for, to keep you from what you do. Yeah. And I was like, sometimes it's like that. And that's, when you can face that and understand it and um, be real with yourself about that, that goes a long way and they are real about it. Wasn't it the same wrestler that, that said to you something along the lines of they take away your love for, for wrestling or something, or they'll take away your passion for wrestling working yes. for the company. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. I think of Arda O'Kell whenever, whenever you tell me that story, I think of Arda O'Kell and what a massive fan going in on his days off. To, to learn the business and uh yeah it's unfortunate it's unfortunate well we've got uh we've got one more uh question before we wrap up reminder guys super chats humper chats we will be here for our post aew show tonight uh we have a bunch of interviews dropping this week make sure you check out the spotlight on uh thursday and as well as all the great shows on fightful overbook but josh says are you guys worried that aew won't get that big money tv deal they were shooting for from warner brothers no um no. They'll have other suitors anyway. They'll yeah, they'll have other suitors because they're in a climate where numbers are st steadily declining, less so this year than in previous years, but steadily declined. Theirs have went up since their deal started and then kind of leveled off, and that is very valuable. I would be shocked if they didn't get at least double uh, double that. Subscribe to Know Your News. Philip T says, great show, guys. I think you two are good together. I don't know. I think we're kind of dog shit together. He <laughs> says, I listen every week. Is Omos being set up to face Brock Lesnar? That would be that'd be a fun one for SummerSlam, but just to see Brock hit him with an F5. I think Brock would have very low tolerance. Yeah. And and if he knows that this guy doesn't know shit, I think Brock would beat the ever loving shit out of him. Yeah. But uh, but I I I guess we'll see. I I look at Omos and it's like it's not his fault, man. Like he's, yeah. you know, he he wants to he wants to to be, be to be good. He just isn't. Yeah. But uh, he he wants to. It's not his fault. It's if he wasn't, what is he again? Like seven two. If he if he wasn't tall, he wouldn't be with the company. It's that's just kind of reality. But I want him to make money. Good for him. Guys, we are heading over to the list goes on on FightfulSelect.com. Over on Fightful Select, we have early notes on the. Uh, Matt Hardy interview. We have the interview up early access for tier two members. We have betting odds for WrestleMania backlash. And I just dropped a really interesting story on the virtual basement wrestling video game, the wrestling code, why impact wrestlers were pulled from that game and some talks that those two sides had. We'll have some AEW video game news, uh, probably before next Wednesday's presentation. 
But head over to FightfulSelect.com. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.